I just want to say that it's all nice and fun being a nudist, you know, because being a nudist is supposed to be freeing and all that shit. It's all nice and fun to be a nudist until on a casual Monday afternoon. Today is Monday, Abby. Yeah, until a casual Monday afternoon while trying to make lunch, Abby, whatever the thing is that is after quote unquote lunch but before dinner. But I'm now thinking maybe dinner is actually what should be what I think or what we don't think it is. And the afternoon meal is lunch and evening meal is supper and dinner is actually that thing in between. So I think it's perfect me saying I'm trying to make dinner. Anyway, it's all nice and fun being a nudist until you're casually making dinner and you've just diced some scotch bonnets and you don't even know you touch your dick until you start feeling a slight burn and then you realize, holy fuck, I casually must have just brushed my hand on my dick and now it's on fucking fire. <sighs> It's amazing what can change in it's amazing what can change in two minutes. And I say that because I mean you guys are yeah this is season finale, I probably use so my eccentric starts. Anyway, so I say that because I kinda said I already had like a way I was going to start, but then um somebody had sent me a text and I had seen it. I was about to record, and because I don't know exactly how long I'll be recording for, it made sense to reply this person's question before I started recording, right? And then, you know, I said I replied this person, and we end up having like a quick conversation. And everything I had planned to start with, because that entire thought process had changed, has changed. And I'm like, ugh, so much can change in five minutes because I literally have like a what I thought in my head was a brilliant start to the pod, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. The key note here is to make sure that even when your phone is on, do not disturb. I mean, like, actually, look here, even though it's humorous, because I, again, because I chose to respond to this person, that was also me being open to my thought processes before the pod being open to changing. Um, without even me acknowledging or realizing that power. Um, but it's just interesting, Sha. I think Auntie Jenny is a little loud. Uh, is Auntie Jenny loud? Okay, she's not really loud. I, 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 looked at the, I looked at the wave, whatever as I was recording, so Auntie Jenny is not too loud. Hi, people. I realized that, I realized that, um, I think upon, like, every single episode this season, I have... When I have recorded on Sunday, because I think these days, I, yeah, no, I think, I have always recorded on Sundays, even though sometimes I try to start on, try to start on Saturdays, but I always, I, I almost always just, I'm going to record on Saturday, I end up dawdling till like middle of the night Sunday, and then I record. So like every, but, but my point is, Oh, wow, my brain is not trying to find ways to link back to the original third person I wanted to start to use the podcast. So I'm just going to start afresh. And by starting afresh, I need to take a hit of my joint. It's a season finale, so I intend to... I intend to take my time with this one. I'm not even... I'm, I intend to actually enjoy myself with this, so... Yeah.
So it's not like I haven't been enjoying myself on previous episodes, but like this particular one, I I I want to actively I think try to enjoy myself, which I always do. But I just like some episodes. I think, um, I think the last episode, yeah, the last episode was one of those episodes where I recorded and then I, I in my head I felt, guy, you just, you just rambled, and I realized I feel like that almost at the at the end of almost every episode, and then I listen back and I'm like, it's not so bad, you know, yeah, it's not so bad. But like this one, I didn't even want to like feel like that like even if i ramble like yeah i'm here to just chill because it's the season finale i said that before um yeah it's the season finale and i'm i'm so proud of myself i'm never going to lie i i i i casually say this a number of times oh my podcast oh this is a five yada yada yeah but i realized that this time like this is right, 2021, right? So this time last year, okay, the pod was running. This time last year, the pod was running. Well, like this time two years ago, the pod wasn't running. I w- this time two years ago, I hadn't even had the thought process of naked and big. Because I remember it was at the end, it was towards the end of my tea break at the start of 2020. This is 2021, 2020. COVID was... The first... COVID first came to being, like, 2019 December, right? Um, but we're not taking it very seriously. I th- Yeah, I think it was 2020... Why can't I remember when Naked and Big started? My point is... Even when I started, right? A number of people used to say... Things like, not directed at me particularly, but things like, oh, that's why they don't like listening to Nigerian podcasters or Ni- and Nigerian podcasters because a lot of them tend to start and not continue. And it's very interesting because I, I, I can think of a number of podcasts that, you know, have followed that same path. Well, I guess maybe because we started around the same time, I can think of a number of podcasts that have just, stopped like uh uh um the black sheep pod i want to fight you people because you had me hooked from the first season and then y'all just disappeared like why even vulnerability and something they just but my point is even going forget going back to even when like i started and i didn't know i would make it this far um it's also even when there was a time this year I didn't record for like two months or three months, I think, or about that period. And st- not starting again. When I didn't record for a minute and coming back to start this fifth season, and then I think recording-wise, this has been my most consistent season. I think I don't think I've missed any weekend. And that's one of the things I'm so proud of myself about. Like, every other season, I would say maybe episode drop on Saturday, I end up dropping on Sunday, or episode drop on Sunday, I would now miss an entire weekend, and I'll apologize, something, something. But this season, agreed, there are a few things I haven't, I didn't do that I said I would do. Um, well, not a few things, it was just one thing. I said I was going to get to Pascal Guest, and I couldn't get her on yet. Um, but other than that... I'm honestly proud of myself for, for, for this season. 
I'm actually proud of myself of this season. This is like the like I was very deliberately undeliberate about this season. That doesn't make sense, but I don't know if you remember from the pilot episode where I said that for this season, I just want to come and talk on about my feelings more and not a particular thing and see how that morphs into something. Um, yeah, I think this season has been all of that for me. It's it's been it's been perfect. I'm not even going to lie. It's I've I've loved every bit of this season. I've loved every single episode. I've loved every single thought process. I've loved who I ha- I love who I was when I started this season, and I love who I am now. You know, and for all the people who, for whatever reason, you still listen to me do this week in week out, season in season out. I mean, y'all are superheroes, and I appreciate you. I, I do, I really do, because, man, I mean, I know I'm fucking awesome, like, I know, I know Naked and Bakes is, like, the best podcast to set up solar system, because no other podcast makes you guys laugh like the way I make you laugh, or think the way I make you think, because no one else does it like I do, right? But, you know, again, it's one thing to know I'm awesome and to appreciate my awesomeness. It's another thing for some, for someone else to dedicate their time to listen to me and thank you yeah yeah thank you meanwhile if you remember what i talked about in the last episode where i said i was thinking about doing like a snippet of my different trains of thoughts in the build up to the episode so i wanted to do that for this finale but i only had one train of thought that i got to actually recording which is what you guys heard and again well, not again. Well, again, actually, because you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, but you heard it here first, well, at the start of the episode, where it's awesome being a nudist. Like, I, I love how freeing I am. I love how... Not freeing I am. God, Kev, you don't know English again. I love how... I just love... like I love being unburdened by clothes. It's... But even more than that, you know, I feel like, I feel like the more confident one, the more comfortable one gets in their nudity, the more powerful they become. And I say that from a place of, the word is not practice, or the phrase I'm looking for is not having practice nudity, but it's more like, again, the more you are able to be comfortable in your skin and in your, in your body, in your nakedness, like up until the point where I am where like I could say things like, I don't care who you are if you're coming to my house. I'm not, I'm not getting uncomfortable for you. I'm comfortable naked, so I'm going to be naked, right? And because it's, it's, in my head, it's just nakedness. To get to that level of... It, there's a level of confidence that comes from. And if... I mean, your clothes could never... I mean, not, not that your clothes could never, because, again, clothes are amazing, too, right? I just would rather not wear them if I didn't have to. And I don't have to in my house, so, yeah. It's, yes, it's, I don't like stress. That's the summary of my life. Like, I'm, I, I was born, I imagine I was born to be a baby. But I mean, I was born a baby, so I was, I mean, I, and I, I mean, come on. I was born a baby boy. There is nothing more 
<laughs> there is nothing more declarative to the life I'm supposed to live than being born a baby boy. Like, I don't know if I've ever shared it on this podcast before, but fun story. Like, the scans told my parents that I was a girl. So, before, um, when, when they gave birth to me, um, even well, before they gave birth to me, or before I was born, like, they had gotten girl clothes and girl stuff. So, the first set of clothes I wore when I was born were, quote-unquote, were girl stuff because the scans said I was a girl. You know, it's one of the things I always used to um, play with because I think on my bio, I have, I've mentioned this before, how I find that it's very interesting how we are quick to... We're quick to, is this sexualize or genderize things? What I mean by that is blue is masculine and pink is feminine. Like, first of all, fuck you. Secondly, it's mauve, not pink. <laughs> I couldn't resist. But like, where we're just quick to quote-unquote genderize things, it's, yeah, it's the same process where I always, I have always said, it literally took a man and a woman to make me. So according to the if there's a sexist graph i am 51 percent masculine only because i have a penis right if i didn't have a penis then i would be 51 percent feminine right but then again there's not that it's not arguments but like i have this belief and truth that i hold on to that the penis is actually really just the penis is really just a very large clitoris or the clitoris is just a really tiny penis so at the end of the day like what is masculine what is feminine i'm not even trying to start any non-binary or any of those conversations but my point is i think the world is so quick to want to i think it's the importance of labels and community i i i think that's what it would it would be and or the templates that there is so when things are because there is a template, things would likely be tried to fit into that template. But that is like a disservice to that thing because why are you trying to make me fit into a template that I may or may not be? Why don't you let me be and then I decide my place in the template? You know? Or you don't know. If you don't know, forget about it. But if you don't know, but if you do know, be like me. Hit your joints. Oh, I should also mention that on this episode, um, I'm going to... I'm a, I'm a brilliant person, you know. Like, I'm actually... My mind amazes me. My mind really... Ama- I amaze myself. I really do because... I went from looking for what would be today's voiceover exercise literally creating and creating an ad in less than in less than half a joint so um but before i go further let me do today's voiceover exercise today's voiceover exercise i decided to one one train of thought led to another train of thought i decided to share so to share knowledge and also to do voiceover exercise i said to look up what internet cookies are because i realized that ah uh-uh, Everything except cookies, we don't even think about it. We just accept cookies, accept cookies. What the fuck are cookies? Like, the only cookies I can think about are the ones I put in my mouth and eat, you know? <laughs> so, um, I 
yeah, I decided to look up what cookies are. And then I found an article I would share in the pod notes, but it's from um, the Norton Antivirus Company, Peepusha. They have this particular article on what cookies are. And pff, I literally opened it now and they're asking me, do I want to accept cookies? Like, yo, you're teaching me about cookies and you're telling me, like, are you dramatic? Whew. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah, today's virtual exercise is also an educational exercise. Um, so it's on, on cookies. So here goes. <clears throat> First, where's my fucking cup? I never thought I'd be one of those people who would be sipping coffee that has a bit here, a lot of whiskey in it. But look at my life. Anyways, <clears throat> voice over exercise, cookies. <clears throat> what are cookies? Cookies are small text files sent by the website you're visiting to the computer or device you're using. What the fuck am I reading? Which kind of voice is that? I did do up and down. <clears throat> what are cookies? Cookies are small text files sent by the website you're visiting to the computer or device you're using. If accepted, these cookies are stored on the web browser of your device. Cookies can then track and collect data from your browser, sending that data back to the website owner. Is, is accepting cookies a bad thing? It depends on the website. It depends on who will gain access to your data and what they will do with it, along with whether declining cookies would affect your ability to use that site or not. Keep in mind, not all cookies are the same. Some cookies are placed by first parties like the site you visit, while others are placed by third parties like advertisers. Why do websites then ask you to accept cookies long story short there's an entire there's there's like there's plenty more to the article like i said i'll share the pod notes but yeah first of all done with the done with the voice over exercise i should um done with voice over exercise because i'm done reading what i wanted to read i just read different excerpts of from the article that i mentioned that i would also share in the pod notes but basically the summary of the article is it's not by force to accept cookies uh, it's not by force. Cookies are basically like they're little, they're friendly little Trojans, and I only say Trojans because, like the article said, they're it's they, they kind of sort of plant something in your device or system that sends data out to the websites. Now the only now the major reason why cookies are like could be dangerous is because again you don't know who is monitoring that data that has been sent to sent to it. So again, it's so which is why. According to you, find out if you read the article why a lot of sites now ask you to accept cookies or not. Because again, like the law just wants to pro- protect people who are using the internet, so you, you need to ask my permission to send my data. But then one of the downsides, if you don't accept data, yeah, if you don't accept cookies, is you might not experience, you might not get the full user experience on the website, for example. So like it's 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 a dicey thing accepting cookies. So for now, hopefully. All the people that, all the cookies that we've accepted will not give us to me in Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> okay. Um, voice over exercise done. Very interesting intro done. Content of the week. I should also mention along the line at the, um, uh, not along the line, Jesus Christ, Shanumi. Um, aside from the fact that I'm a brilliant person, there is proof of my brilliance at the end of the episode. 
you guys remember when I said that I'm such a brilliant person because like in less than half a joint. I when I say like I literally was sat down here ready to record. I'm like, oh, what am I going to use for today's voiceover exercise? And I'm saying, oh, cookies. And then one train of thought leads to another train of thought, and I spend the next fifteen to twenty minutes creating an ad from scratch from just reading what I read. So I shared that thing. Well, it's, an, it's, it was just a playful ad, right? But I shared that ad later on in the episode. So. Um, yeah, you should stick around and just hear my brilliance. <laughs> That's also me implementing knowledge I learned from like that YouTube script thing about giving your listeners something else to look forward to, which um even though I'm stating the obvious, it's acceptable because we're accepting cookies. <laughs> oh my lord, Kavier fucking crackhead. I had such a shitty week, my goodness. And, okay, 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 let me rephrase that. I had a very smelly week. By all, so not, not I, hmm. I wonder, I mean, the week starts, week starts on Sunday, so I should say last week was a shitty week, because Sundays, that makes sense. Sundays are quickly becoming my favorite days of the week, funny enough. Once upon a time, Mondays were my favorite day of the week. Mondays were my favorite day of the week when I was actively a mechanic because, because I, I also used to work on Saturdays. Hell, Saturdays used to be like one of the busiest days because that's when customers have time for their cars to be fixed, right? So because Saturdays are usually very busy day and even sometimes work could spill over to Sunday, I was intent on at least having my weekend so in my head it was whilst regular monday to friday people have saturday and sunday as weekend where maybe sometimes they carry over work to saturday but they chill on sundays my own week is now going to be tuesday to saturday where i can maybe carry over work to sunday but my monday is my sunday so monday is my favorite day of the week because it was just perfect it was kind of sort of like it's the start of the week forever that person so like y'all go ahead y'all start the week I'm home, I'm chilling, like nothing ever, my, my Mondays once upon a time, not, not once upon a time, because even now, unless, like, so that has already, like, my, in my brain or in my head, like, my Mondays are a relaxing day, so even these days when I'm, not, as I'm no longer a practicing mechanic, my Mondays, no matter what I'm doing, like, no matter if it's voiceover work or content creation work or whatnot, for Mondays, I try to do a self-care day to just chill and just, yeah, my, that's how my Mondays became my Sundays. But now my Sundays are becoming like one of my favorite days because one of the random things I started doing this year, it was, yeah, it was, was it this year I started it? Or was it last year? I think it was this year, maybe like February or March. I started listening to only jazz music. I mentioned this on the last episode. I started listening to only jazz music on Sundays. And for some reason, no, not for some reason, just because of the... I'm thinking maybe... Because I listen to jazz music every other day too, right? But it's also it's like a plethora of... It's like an eclectic taste of music during the week. One second, you could be listening to Boxer Rebellion. The next song is the Lord song. The next song is the Mozart. The next song is Niles Walker. The next song is David Doe. Yeah, during the week, depending on my mood or what I'm trying to do, my music is very eclectic. But on Sundays, I listen to purely jazz. And I'm now thinking maybe because of the 
the the dedication to the fact that i'm saying it's only jazz i listen to because i'm not trying to think if i say i listen to only rock on sundays no it's not going to be, i don't think it's going to be the same because i've done a no i've not done a dedicated a date to just music there are some days where i'm like a random i wake up i feel like rock i listen to only rock that day but it's not dedicated at all oh, this tuesday or every tuesday i'm going to listen to rock music so i think maybe because of the deliberateness of saying Sundays are jazz Sundays. But I wake up on Sundays from my weekend bake and my jazz, whoever my jazz artist, whoever, whichever artist I start with, Sundays are just beautiful and jazzy. Like, and I got a question like, during, I got a question after the last episode. Somebody asked basically how I enjoy jazz music. Um, and I never thought about it until the person asked. Um, but I used to... Lord, I'm really a music person. So I've mentioned this a number of times. I played the, play the piano. I started taking piano lessons when I was four or five. But I never thought about it until now, the whole jazz thing. But I also used to be in the band in my primary school. I used to play the snare drum and I used to play the tenor. I used to be a drummer. Oh my. Wow. Anyways, but the reason why I'm thinking, I never thought about the correlation of me playing the drums until this person asked how I enjoyed jazz music. But the way I explained it to the person was, for some reason, my first interaction, let me backtrack a little bit. The way I rate good music is if I hear the live version first and it makes me want to listen to the recorded version. I don't know if that makes sense. But it's kind of sort of how one of the reasons why I always love shows like The Voice or um, X Factor. Like if I, could, if I heard a song and it was so beautiful that I'm like, okay, I need to hear this real song. Or, you know, if you're listening to the Grammys or... or what what what's what's that award what's that what's that other award show VMAs and then somebody's somebody's live performing and you hear a song for the first time or something their live performance basically makes you want to hear the real song then that's beautiful music right so I think because in like my formative years I spent a lot of time around because on Sundays I mean the parents do they wait for all the meetings. I spent a lot of time around the the drummers and I heard jazz music I heard jazz music live as a child so I could always f- fuck with and relate to jazz music and I'm and I, I'm using this parallel or whatever the example because once upon a time before the cavemen um no actually not bef- not the not before the cavemen but before the cavemen I was never really I was never really a Fuji person. I was never really... Yeah, actually, before the came, I was never really a Fuji person. I was never really a recorded Fuji person. What I mean by that is, I always enjoyed Fuji, Fuji music, but I always enjoyed Fuji music when I was there, like when it was performed live, whether it's at uh, all these Yoruba weddings or all, the, all those uh, Fuji people that come and be doing singing your Ricky and all of that. Uh, for my international audience, um, basically, they are these drummers who are skilled in using the talking drum. And then the oriki is a series of praises for your lineage, basically. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I, I always enjoyed Fuji music live, right? 
and that's why I used to love like going to Sailor's Lounge that year or Bay Lounge. Right? There's even this club that used to be in Allen. Every Thursday was a jazz Sunday, jazz Thursday. I, I enjoyed well, it was a Fuji Thursday. I enjoyed Fuji Music Live. But then the cavemen came and then somehow they made Fuji music relatable through recorded music. Which by the way, Kingsley and uh, to the cavemen, I think I think I think that there's a, there's I mean you're the caveman and I'm KV. I'm wondering why we've not done anything together. And I know I'm being very dramatic, but it's because I'm upset. Like really, every time I'm listening, like my my favorite song right now of their album is um Dance Like KV. It's 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 what I use to start my run. No matter what genre of music I decide to listen to on my run, the first track of like for for a while now, the first track I used to wake up is dance like cave like everybody we're gonna go let's dance like cave ah that's like my anthem now so hey dear cavemen why why let's let's do something uh-huh. let's do something even if it's i mean even if it's free even if it's tickets to your show how about mana uh-uh let's stay cavey baby stay cavey <laughs> Alright guys, um, not alright guys, because alright guys sounds like I'm about to go. I'm not about to go, but I'm about to go and we'll be right back because we need to take a break just because this is the part where the most small money I'm making for the podcast when I put all these ads in the middle is coming from. So don't go anywhere and don't forget that right after the break, well not right after the break, but after the break, at the end of the session after the break, that piece of brilliance I said I created an ad with um and it also shows um to where how content is created you know but stick around i don't know if any of this is making sense i want to hit my bow really really and i just want to go on a break so literally this break is five seconds for me but it's going to be a longer period for you because you have to listen to the entire ad i do not apologize give me money it's december i do not ask for betty uh, wish list but i can ask for christmas wish list so <sighs> okay now i'll be mean, this is finally i'll go i'll go out in fact you know what stay tuned and we'll be right back <laughs> Do you know what I cannot believe? I cannot believe that that entire thing was already 30 minutes. Like, I'm thinking to myself, guy, it wasn't until like 10 minutes you just spoke, but I also know that it was a while, so it was actually the perfect timing for the break. I'm glad. Look, like, look, after I've spoken for a while, I've started doing this, like, mental thing when, like, I start guessing it's about 27, 30 minutes at a time for the break. I, guys, I'm becoming brilliant at this podcasting thing, you know, like, I'm actually becoming pretty amazing, to be honest. And my price is going up, and I love it. I, I actually, I really love the, I love the growth that... Now ask me what my neighbors on top are doing. No, no, just ask me what, what, what? No, just ask me. No, please ask me what that was. Because, because of, like, how? Why? It is what it is. Hi, guys. Um, okay, okay, okay. Let me try and make some sense of something in this episode. Aside from, like, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I said I wanted to have fun in this episode particularly, right? Um, I had okay. I've mentioned how I said I had a shitty week, right? Let me tell you how my week, my, how last week went, because this week is gonna be amazing. 
Um, so I don't know if people remember that I mentioned in the last episode that we had an issue with our pumping machine and so we had to get it fixed so for that weekend we didn't have water running right okay so pumping machine fixed pumping machine guy has to basically was like a power surge or some shits that burnt something or some some english well not some english no actually not some engineering lecture because i actually know what he was talking about but i'm not trying to bore you people right um but the coil burns basically so um he so the pump machine guy fixed did what he had to do we called an electrician to come okay so that this doesn't happen again we added like a resistor to the circuits and then you know installed plugs and all that and uh, installed plugs to prevent the pump machine from burning again right and thus the week begun maybe like 9 a.m on monday or something i've come back from my run i've had my bath i'm doing whatever i'm doing and then the power goes out and i'm wondering ah I thought the eight weeks maintenance thing was over, but you know, we move. And I keep doing whatever I'm doing. Later on in the evening, I'm going for my stroll and I find out ah, there has been light since. What happened? My meter tripped off. Long story short, long story short, which we found out on Friday, was that the electrician, when he was doing the circuits, he made a mistake with the circuits. So there was a loop. And so whenever the pump machine was turned on, the power meter got a reading that was being tampered with and if you know if you're in lagos if you tamper with your lights your meter would lock so and so we found this out on friday but before we found this out it happens on monday (sighs) okay what do i do nigeria happens now we call the power people and they basically just say see the official process would take what guy to take you four to six weeks but if you give us 20k actually if a guy faces 30 i i don't even blame him because when the pumping machine guy was fixing it, he had there had been he had tampered with the line, and when he had tampered with the line, it had locked my one of the neighbor's meters, right? Now that guy decided to pay them twenty k. Now, so when it happened to me, and I asked, "How far? How um? How far? How can I get mine unlocked?" And he says, "Don't worry, since that when they come to unlock mine, we'll just tell them." And and then these guys come and because this first guy has already paid twenty k, that's where their pricing starts from. I'm like, ah, oh okay. there's no money outside. Help me. The guy shall not agree. Twenty k, no wahala. Run it. They unlocked it. They got it. They generated the code. And that's like Nigeria happened because they said official process four to six weeks. But if you give us, if you give them twenty k, they so sort it out. Got. I'm like this. This corruption, and we might not even think of it as corruption, but that's what it is. You know, like, because at the end of the day, there's, you sent your engineer to inspect and you found out that it wasn't tampered with, it was a power surge. It is, I mean, generate the code and unlock my body meter, but Nigeria to Nigeria and it's December. I'm not about to do Shakara and say, yeah, do four to six weeks, like, four to six weeks without power. Anyways, this shit happens three times before we find out the root cause, which is the loop that the electrician made as a mistake. So three times I had to pay 20K to get an unlocking code. Money I did not have to spend. A shitty week. And that's why it was unnecessarily stressful because, again, it was like a fucking yo-yo. Oh, it locks now. We sort it out. We think everything is done. It locks again. Like, why the fuck is this thing locking? 
it was it was just and i could just, so because of the whole power like the entirety of last week i think i had power only one night and i can't i don't i haven't been able to keep anything in my fridge it's like it's been so frustrating because one i can't buy food stuff to keep because there's no fridge to keep it so i have to buy food every day and finish it because if i don't finish it there's no fridge to keep it and then i was but then as i was forming like this morning again maybe it's which is one of the reasons why i'm saying like sundays are becoming one of my favorite ideas because i was just thinking like maybe it's just also the way my brain i process things and i'm just what it is what it is move on like remove and be find, like find reasons to be thankful because whilst i was thinking to myself oh this is stressful and all of that i remember when i first moved here i didn't have a fridge not be so i, I mean wasn't i buying food every day and all of that but because of of growth i had forgotten i had forgotten that it was something i was even not grateful to have but i was just grateful for growth or yeah so like the, again just it is what it is i still don't have power but i mean they say they'll come such out tomorrow so fingers crossed but irrespective like it was actually just a silly week it was like spending money that i do not have on plan for something so unnecessary because even there's like subsequent payment i'm like guy you can see that nothing is happening like there is a problem somewhere and we me and you both know this code is literally something you just generate on your guy on one system somewhere is free but nigeria will always nigeria and that's why like i think to myself like nigeria like at the end of the day we deserve the the leaders we have another like crazy parallel is the Dolan college incident um rest in peace sylvester drake would not like pay attention because the ipad is fast i can't pause but like a moment of silence for sylvester for anyone who doesn't know um sylvester was a he was 11 he would have turned 12 yesterday but he was an 11 year old student of doran college who was poisoned and beaten till the point he had internal injuries and died by other students in the school i think it was in just two or something um yeah you, you can just always just check the hashtag um justice for sylvester mom i can't remember his last name um yeah but it's it's sad that a young boy had to go through that yeah but two no not to a number of interesting trains of thoughts that crossed my mind so as the case was developing um it came to the light that um like sylvester's dad is in politics he's, he's a pdp uh one of the pdp chairman in worry or something and so we know that this case is not going to die because it's lit- i mean he's someone that has mouths right and it's actually it's wild that you need to be you almost need to be somebody to get justice but and that's not even what I'm trying to conversate about. A wild angle. I was high as fuck one time. I think it was one of the thought process I would have recorded, but I needed it's not one of those things I just wanted to record and not give context. I wanted to like be able to explain my thought process or go through my thought process is or was something like as soon as I heard he was a PDP, he was affiliated with PDP and whatnot, a train of thought that crossed my mind was something like knowing how 
useless. I was going to say useful and be sarcastic, but I don't want to even waste my sarcasm on Nigerian politicians. So knowing how useless and wicked Nigerian politicians have the potential to be, I now like and like well, so it's kind of the way my brain works is when I see any situation, like everything that could resemble that, it like comes to the fore- forefront like Legos, and then I can now form as many trains of thought from the pieces as possible. So like a train of thought that crossed my mind was, I rem- I now remembered like. I think it was, it was during the end. Enter- well, not during the entire period because we're still fucking entire period. Because, but during the entire period, I remember like all the things when p- people would call out and say, "Oh, these politicians' kids would die," this camera. And I just thought about it that there's a universe where, because and, and I don't. It's not a. It's not. I'm not even trying to say karma is a thing because it's really not. It's just, it's just, it was just a train of, it's a train of thought. I, mean, I was just, I thought about, and I just shook my head, like, no, that's not, that's not my focus at the moment. But it was more, yeah, something like, we don't even know. This PDP, this, this alleged politician's business, what he does, all of that. So, could this be some form of cosmic karma? that is coming back to hunt him and i just thought about it that yeah we just didn't we just don't know and i thought that if if it was an angle that more people thought about the like part of the justice for sylvester then now becomes what does it become lessened because we know his story which is why i think i tweeted something in the course of the week that context is such a game changer because so if we removed if we remove the fact that we know all the details that we think we know about Sylvester's case, and say for a crazy example, we just heard say that um, a particular politician's kid died, right? For example, there will be a number of I serves him right or politicians. That's what you get for all the punishment, all the hardship you put other Nigerians through, right? But then the moment you impute or you add context, to everything. It changes because now again in a wild world where we now find out say Sylvester's dad was was the wildest world. It was Sylvester's dad was the person that supplied the bullets to the gun for people that shot lucky people, for example. How, where do where where do people now put emotions towards the justice for Sylvester thing? Right? That was one train of thought. Another train of thought that crossed my mind was the entire Sylvester case was birthed or is birthed from a, a bad case of bullying, right? But but then in like the in some of the reactions to the entire case, I could see similar. I know, well, yeah, I could see like some parallels with what we say we hate, which is what jungle justice. What I mean by that is, it's not in the actions taken because I I know and I understand all of the actions taken are for a good cause. But I, I think it's more in the, like, even before, like, details were coming up that made, even before more details were coming up, it was just the quick, and when I, and when I say jungle justice, again, and I, and I this is something, I, it's, it's, a fine, it's a line I want to tr- tread carefully, which is definitely why I'm sharing the naked and big, because I can express my trains of thought properly. It's more something like, the way I, I'm also thinking about it is 
And I'm not even trying to be cruel because it's very easy to be able to take this standpoint when I'm not the one whose family suffered that, right? But I think about, say, in the context of, say, history, in the context of the other, in the context of the number of other lives that are tied to the uni- to the to the to the college, the to the yeah to the it's not a college like they call it doing college where it's a high school Jerry it's not college, um yeah but a number of lives tied to the high school, I'm thinking something like it would, does it make sense to clo- not that. That's why it's a very fine. Like, of course, it makes sense to close. Again, does it make sense to close down a school for something like this? And when I when I say something like this, what I mean by that is justice can be meted out in. And when I say justice can be meted out, culprits found guilty. All the like, say staff from the hospital people to the principal and whatnot and all of that. But as an institution with the number of students in there and the lives that could, that could be affected by just shutting down the school. Because, again, I'm thinking about it. Um, it's not that schools would always have history, but... And I'm not even trying to be humorous, but the thing that like came to my mind I was thinking something like maybe they're telling the history of hogwarts for example the story of moaning myrtle right uh for anyone who's not familiar with the story of hogwarts I'm Moaning, this is a makeshift fantasy world the harry potter world there's a student killed in the bathroom by the basilisk and she had ghost haunts the school my point by bringing up this parallel is just basically to say that it's not that bad things happen because that's just going to be very that's not i'm not trying to be insensitive bad things are not meant to happen but at the same time, I also think about it like going back to secondary school days. Like, I remember when I was back in high school. It's a world of its own, and and I, like in different ways, I understand. Not even I understand more, but I iterate more that Nigerians like they deserve the leaders they get, and they, I lowkey feel they deserve the country they have. But then I would also want to say they don't deserve it because. Everybody that feels differently, hell, everybody that is against this case on Twitter, for example, we are a bubble. We are but a minority. We are we're a few compared to like the average Nigerian. And th- that's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Jerry. It's, it's just like... And even on the same social media that we are, every time we keep saying different things like, oh, let's not end up like our parents. And we're finding out in different ways that our generation is pretty much the same as, or if not worse than our parents' generation. Because, and it comes, makes me come back and makes me circle back to two tweets I saw at different times in my life or two things. One tweet I saw recently and another, and something I saw a while ago. The tweet I saw recently was something like, make sure you're, Make sure your children find love at home. If not, they will spend their entire lives looking for it, looking for love. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it was make sure you um, give your children as much love as you can at home. Otherwise, they'll find, spend their entire lives looking for it. And I, that tweet reiterated with me because of something I learned a while, well, not a while ago, but a while ago. Um, it was 
kind of sort of like the importance of family and how we don't even understand how important family is because I'm coming to realize more that every single person you meet as an adult is directly or indirectly a product of his familial environment and he or she was formed by that what i mean by that is quote unquote the birth of daddy issues or the birth of mommy issues because one party was stabbed of whatever they grew up as adults to have quote unquote daddy or mommy issues my point the point i'm trying to make the point that thing it really was how like, again even in, in the field like a random thing i saw like a lot of people remember the name of their bullies and it's wild because when i saw that i thought about it and i was thankful that no one's name comes to mind. I was, I don't, and it's crazy because I don't even know if I was not, not, I don't think I was ever bullied, but I, I also imagine that if you're in an abusive relationship, sometimes it might be hard to recognize you're in an abusive relationship. So I may not have even known I was bullied, but I don't think I was bullied. I have mentioned, I'm, in the course of this season, I've mentioned my gratefulness for my process. So when I got into high school, um, um, so I had two things went for me. First thing was somebody, a friend of my older sister was also in the high school I went to and she was in SS1. And she was, according to high school standards, one of the prettiest girls in school. So me as a GS1 boy, having one of the prettiest girls in school as my friend, he, he made seniors in her set, for example, want to be nice to me so that I can use them to win points. I can, they can use me to win points with the prettiest girls in school, right? That, that was one. Second, second thing that happened was, for some reason, I, 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 I call it, it's not grace, it's not favor, it's, it's just chance, I imagine. Um... I, I guess even in that in that in that time, I I understood value in the sense that back then I loved to wash. Well, I did not love to wash. I did not, to be honest. But I think I understood that not feigning loving to wash. But this is a value that seniors appreciate. So I think if I found my one person that I would like wash his uniform for or whatnot, and then it was just value for value. If I wash his uniform, he would get any space for me to iron our uniform. It was just value for value. I could wake up in the night. So that back then in my high school, we were not allowed to iron in our dormitories, but we had a common room where we could iron when we could press our clothes. But sometimes you just want to, if you if you didn't wash your uniform early enough and it's wet or whatnot, or you just want to iron earlier in the middle of the night, so you don't have to iron in the morning, so you can sleep longer. So we used to iron in the box room, and because I used, I was a very light sleeper, seniors just told me, okay. Kev, you wake me up by this time. What that means is if I wake the senior up by this, that, that time, he will go and get the iron and do everything. I'll end up ironing our clothes, but it was value for value, you know. And my, my, my high school process was different. By the time I got into GS2, or I imagine also because my default friends then were in SS1, most of my friends were higher school. I'm an Asheru, apparently. Where I've, I also, also just resonated a with women really so and i ended up just 
and my like my house couldn't like they helped because because like my just to when you're in the dining room they mix us with different classes and all of that i became friends with the girls on my table so those that like just constantly winning me points so i c- cannot think of being bullied and i tried to also not bully i don't i i i, I don't imagine like one of one of my one of my one of the one of my one of my closest G's, my stoner G, was it was like my junior in high school. Sometimes I just randomly remember, like, wait, this boy was my junior, and I, and I, I, I will have a question with him. This he will have been a great guest to be on the pod, to be honest. Uh, hmm. Anyways, so but my point is the point I'm trying to make is I'm finding out that like ch- childhood traumas are pretty what well, childhood experiences. Are the experiences that stayed the most with us and we that because i tried to recreate or heal from it even as even in our adult lives you know so like in any way we can let's let's be kind in our whatever family we create whether this family is by choice you know and when i say family we, people we choose to be our family or the ones like that we are tied to by blood like that's just i don't know because People, a common theme is how can kids be this inherently wicked? It's not an inherently wicked thing. We are again reflections of the things we see. What you see in your family, what you, the subconscious things you pick. Even like in this in high school, the teachers like their behaviors are all. It's just a wild thing, and I just think and I hope we can do better as people. To be honest, I really hope we can do better as people. Um, yeah, let me take a hit of the drink and see if there's anything else I want to share. Um, um, all in all, Sha, Omicron is a bitch. I hate how the world is trying to make COVID an African thing. I don't know when we would value ourselves enough to even start banning them too. But... Omicron is also a thing, so get vaccinated. Um, get vaccinated, wear your face masks, sanitize, be health conscious, hydrate, exercise, eat your fruits, hydrate again, have sex. And... <coughs> <coughs> yeah, and... Um... <coughs> And I just want to thank everyone again for listening to me do this for another entire season. I'm going to be going on a little break till the new year, but there will definitely be like filler episodes in between, like Christmas special and Damning Death. But season six returns um, in 2022, inshallah. God keep us till then. Um, so if you need to reach out to me, my handle on Twitter remains CaptKV. My email address remains as told by KV. For those who have waited to listen to the brilliant ad I created, it's going to come up right about now. Um, but also just a friendly reminder that um, for your content creation, voice or artist work, hit me up. Let's make money December. Let's, let's, let's make some money, you know, and just let's also grow. Um, and if you always just want to just chat about anything or you want to have a session, we can figure that part out too uh, but yeah everyone who listens to me and who is listening to this and who loves and shares naked and big with their friends 
thank you for making this journey as amazing as it has been. I will never forget you all. You are always in my heart. I love you from the depths of my joints. Happy holidays from your favorite stoner and your most amazing podcast, this side of the solar system. Have I ever said happy holidays already? If I've said it before, happy holidays again. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you. Bye. As humans living in a world majorly driven by the internet, we are constantly faced with a choice. And more often than not, we make our choice not fully understanding what exactly we're doing. According to Obasanjo's internet, cookies are small text files sent by the website you're visiting to the computer or device you're using. If accepted, these cookies are stored on the web browser of your device. Cookies can then track and collect data from your browser, sending that data back to the website's owner. However, even though you're definitely listening to this on the internet, this is not what we mean. For us, cookies are beautifully crafted masterpieces with a velvety taste of chocolate in your mouth as your teeth sink into them or a burst of peanutty goodness when you take a bite. It makes sense that Santa allegedly loves his or her cookies. Now that you're properly educated, you can make a more informed choice. So we ask, will you accept our cookies? Funa Streets, home of big treats.